Maybe you lost in week one, like myself, a mm-hmm. bunch of leagues. But that's okay, because here we go. Week two, baby. Talk it up. Let's give you some starts and sits of the week. Let's get straight to it. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. All righty. Mm-hmm. 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 Here we are. I think that's your signature. You got a lot of signature things, but the mm-hmm. Is that another one? Yeah. It's just it, It's relentless. The mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a Thursday. That's right. Thursday, mm-hmm. we're coming at you from the studio. Hello. 16th of December. I am Zach. That is Badake like cake. Mm-hmm. You ready for a better week? Right. I, I yeah. mean, we both had pretty terrible it, weeks it was last week. <laughs> I think I lost in almost every single league besides two. And yeah. I have like double digit leagues, like 10. Yeah. Nine or 10. Um, it's a new week, new fresh start. Expectations is clean slate. Obviously, week two, you have information for week one, but you're still getting information, you know? Yeah. And I honestly, genuinely think there was so much overreaction from week one. From everyone? From everyone. On so many things. Un- we're we're going to talk about it. Okay. But was, was, was there something specific that you no, wanted? No, I wonder what those things are. But we're going to talk about it. Anyway. We're going to talk about it. But I think a lot of people are freaking out about a lot of things. Some things, I think, yeah, time to freak out. Mm-hmm. Right? Other things, hey, let's just calm down. It, it's it's going to be all right. Just yeah. hold on. We're going home. As a famous poet I once knew said, right? Yeah. I don't know if you know. His name's Drizzy Drake. Drizzy Drake Rogers. Yeah. Great friend of the show. <laughs> Who's Drake Rogers? All right. Let's get to some news. What is going on here? All righty, Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer Schmidt. It's classic. Mispractice on Wednesday. Obviously, he was dealing with that knee injury or toe. Toe injury, sorry. Close. Um, yes. Same, you know, they're all connected to the body. Yes. So close. It's somewhere on his body where he had to mispractice on Wednesday. Uh, this is something that you should keep an eye on. Obviously, he didn't look too good in the game. He did, you know give you a good fantasy week scoring those two touchdowns against the Baltimore Ravens. This is a guy that could potentially be on the star sit list. This yeah, week. potentially. I mean, if you want to find our start and sits of the week, that's on YouTube. We're going to break down all the games right now, right? But mm-hmm. if you want those official start sits, how do people find that? Yeah, YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash fantasylandfootball. Super simple, super easy. Go on there. It's also in the link in the, in our description. Or you can go to the solo.to link slash Football. Super easy, super simple to get all that information. Brandon Ayuk. I actually wanted to talk about this one specifically. Okay, yeah, before we continue. Because I think what we have written down, I'm not, I'm not full on board with it personally. Um I have heard different reports. And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm against what, we're, what we're, you're about to say. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not 100% in with what you're about to say. Okay, so you go first, and then I'll just explain. And you're talking about Brandon Ayuk? Yes. Okay. Reports saying that he needs to see, we're going to be seeing his role grow coming in the in the coming weeks. He was used as a decoy. And obviously, the reports that came out 
are saying that he, like I said, his role is going to be growing once he gets healthier. Okay. So, and this is why I think that's a possibility, right? To be clear. Mm-hmm. But there's also other reports out there that say he was simply beat out by Sherfield. So really no, I mean, genuinely there are reports and I'm not, I'm not on the, I'm not on either side here because mm-hmm. I could care less either way. Right. I, I mean, actually I want Ayuk to be, to be good. I want it to be great for fantasy purposes, but mm-hmm. there are reports that I have seen that have said he was simply beat out by Trent Sherfield could be wrong, but at this point I'm not full blown panic mode if I own Brandon Ayuk, but I am definitely fully triggered. I, I'm fully like, what the hell is going on? Uh, I'm not triggered. I don't think Sherfield beat him at all. I don't think that's somebody that I'm personally worried about. I think Ayuk is is hurt. He is dealing with that injury. And they, like they said, they use him as a decoy, in my personal opinion. I think he's so, a major part of this offense. I get where you're coming from, but I guess my perspective is regardless of my personal opinions, mm-hmm. the situation is at minimum skeptical. Do you know what I mean? The way I see it is at minimum, the situation is slightly skeptical, which is enough for me to be completely just, I don't, I don't want any part of the situation. I don't want to trade for Ayuk. Right. Like he, I think he'll still be great this year, but I just want to avoid it. I don't know. It's, I mean, do you get where I'm going from? I, I haven't seen any, any reports, reports of Sherfield's. I mean, we can look it up right now, right together. If we nah, there's a lot. Of, I mean, you go ahead and look it up. I'll continue news. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff to get to today. OBJ, by the way, we'd love to hear what you guys think of this. Join our Discord, um, solo.to slash football. Drop your thoughts in the general chat there, and uh, it's a conversation we're going to be having probably the next couple of weeks, I imagine. Mm-hmm. OBJ re- ruled out week two against the Texans. Some people thought he would start week one. This is an example of an ACL injury. I mean, it just takes time to recover fully. And reminder that this happened well into the season for OBJ. So, I mean, he'll probably start either week three or four at this point. But still a guy who needs to be on your team. Don't be dropping OBJ. Evan Ingram. Is this true? He's officially ruled out for Thursday Night Football? Yeah. Two games in a row? Two games in a row. Officially ruled out um, for Thursday Night Football. If you don't, I mean, I don't think many people have him. But if you do, obviously, just take him out of your lineup. Uh, but th- I think he's also, I think he could be fantasy relevant down the road. Yeah, he's he's worth the stash for sure. Mm-hmm. Will Fuller back at practice. He will obviously play this week. Tyrell Williams in concussion protocol. That's not good news. No. And I, it sucks because this is a, sun, a Monday night game. But he does have the extra time to kind of recover. So he could be a game time decision, but he could miss Monday night's game. Do you have any update on that? Report I was talking about? No, no update on report. I mean, everything that I'm saying is that Kyle Shanahan or Brandon Ayuk is in quote-unquote Kyle Shanahan's doghouse for now. I don't know what that means. Right. So look for Sherfield to see an expanded role for the time being. Let me ask you this. Just because there's even that report out there mm-hmm. is not based on injury at that point. Mm-hmm. I know he's dealing with an injury, but does that at least – Make you slightly? Wor- I mean, everyone's slightly worried, but do you get where I'm coming from as far as like the concern? Uh, look, I understand. <clears throat> excuse me, I understand the concern. I understand how this could be something that we should be covering 
and that we should just have a conversation about. Mm-hmm. I think if that's the case, obviously we both have been high on Brandon Ayuk coming into the season. If he's healthy, I think there's no doubt about it. He will see touches over this, over Trent Sherfield. I'm not so sure. That's I, I, I'm and, sure about that. That's how I okay. feel. I mean, obviously this is more of a feeling. Obviously reports. The issue be, is any any time we think of Mike Shanahan, or I keep saying Mike, sorry, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan, yeah. No one knows what's going on in that dude's head. <laughs> but to be fair, like he didn't. He only he caught two out of the three targets. He, he was targeted three. Ayuk was not targeted at all. He didn't catch a single pass. Yeah, that's because he was a quote unquote decoy. If he was, well, who are you talking about then? He caught two out Trent. of three targets. Oh, okay, Trent. Trent caught two My for bad. three targets for twenty three yards and a touchdown. Yeah, it was not like he was start. If he was, I get that. I get taking that. that Brandon Ayuk role. You expect him six to eight to nine targets Look, at least. First that round role. pick, Brandon Ayuk. It makes sense that he's involved. So I agree. The most likely scenario is this is a week one overreaction, and in the next couple of weeks, Brandon Ayuk is back on the field. It could even just be that this is maybe a risk, maybe a, a risky trade you could potentially pull off for really, really cheap. I mean, mm-hmm. would you rather have like a Michael Pittman or a Brandon Ayuk? What uh, a, maybe that's easier. What about what about Jalen Waddle? Jalen Waddle Ayuk? Yeah, I'm taking Ayuk. I think a lot of people would go Waddle right now. Uh, I mean, I think that's because of he's healthy. Okay. Will Fuller's coming back. We'll talk about that, obviously, in this podcast. Yes, we will. But before we do, support for Fantasyland Football is brought to you by Manscaped, mm-hmm. who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Come on. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. You guys know this by now. Badaki and I do use Manscaped to trim our bodies. That's yes. right. Our bodies are temples, and we are only going to use the best tools mm-hmm. available on God's given earth. <laughs> and that's and that seems to be the lawnmower 4.0 specifically. I mean, there's probably going to be a 5.0, so this could change at some point. Yeah. But the 4.0 right now is the best thing to, you know, trim what you need to trim on your bods. Am I right? Yeah, you have to. Get the 4.0. <laughs> you got the skin safe technology. You got the light. You got the waterproof. I mean, everything in one here in the man, uh, the lawnmower 4.0. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of what we are trying to gift you. By right. the way, I have a razor. Sorry, I have a, a, a facial trimmer as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the Manscaped doesn't specialize in facial trimming. But my trimmer the, for the lawnmower my, 4.0 doesn't yes. specialize in facial. It does not. I'm pretty no. sure they have something like that. <laughs> so, it you know, the lawnmower doesn't specialize in beard trimming i have a beard trimmer but it does not get close to the skin so i actually use the manscape not only for my body but also for like the areas where i need to get close mm-hmm. and i need to actually have a, a solid cut because mm-hmm. some of these beard trimmers they don't have the that like close to the skin cut right i use it for my neck hair i'll tell you what <laughs> you would not know this by looking at me but i have a very hairy back and uh, I've seen many a times when we used to live together. <laughs> hey, Steve. Hey, this is a lifesaver for me. Honestly, this is a lifesaver for me, especially because of how easy it is. Um, but anyway, we are big fans of the Lawnmower 4.0. They were able to send it to us. We've been using it for a couple months now and big fans. The best part of this, right, is we have a deal for you. Yes. Okay. So use our code FL20. At manscaped.com. Again, Mm -hmm. FL20. That will give you 20% off plus free shipping worldwide. Prestige worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. 
join over 2 million men who trust Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. And as I like to say all the time, if you don't take your balls seriously, then who will? Excuse me, can I talk to you for a minute? Excuse me, can I talk to you for a minute? All right, let's talk matchups, baby. Start sits, all that nonsense. First matchup is the Dallas Cowboys at 0-1, facing the Los Angeles Chargers at 1-0. The over-under is 50. Feels like a safe bet to go over. Yep. But uh, we are not going to tell you what to do with your money. No. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a good game because I feel like these teams are on the same level as far as talent. You know, I think the Chargers are more talented, obviously, defensively. But offensively, these teams are are both, you know, powerhouse offenses. Yeah, you you, you expect this, this game to be a high-scoring game, especially what the Cowboys did in, in week one against the Bucks. I mean, these guys, obviously, these all these guys are must-starts, it feels like, on both sides of the ball here. I mean, this Cowboys secondary is terrible. The Chargers, you, you expect to have a decent defense. Yeah. So, I think it's going to – everyone in a fantasy perspective that went off, like the Mari Coopers, the Dak Prescotts, are going to be humbled a little bit. At least that's the expectation. You think so? That's the expectation. Re- okay, I mean, okay. You've, you've said it multiple times already. You don't expect Dak Prescott to throw 50, I don't. 58 times. You're right. I so, don't. I mean, that already is going to be humble. <laughs> yeah, the reality is, is CD and Amari had amazing games. They mm-hmm. also saw sixteen and fifteen targets, you know, individually. So that number will come down. Right. Obviously, this was you know last week a game plan. Hey, let's try and beat the champs. Let's do it this way. Uh, you're starting Dak, regardless, right? The defense has only gotten worse for the Cowboys with some injuries that we talked about. Earlier this week, Demarcus Lawrence. Is that official? Is he out? He's not out for the season. He can be back in November if everything goes well. Okay. But that will hurt the defense significantly. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't put one finger on Tom Brady last week, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And he was healthy. And he was healthy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, CeeDee Lamb and Mari Cooper, you're starting these guys. Absolute stars in fantasy. Lower your expectations for Amari Cooper a little bit. I went to try and trade for him. Look. It, it probably wasn't an even trade. Maybe it was. But just lower your expectations just a little bit. Wide receiver I think, one. I think people have like wide receiver one, the wide receiver one expectations right now. Mm-hmm. Well, if he can maintain that, if he can maintain wide receiver one, which he was close, which he was last year before Dak got I hurt. know. I've said this many times, I'll weeks I'll one to four with Dak. He was the wide receiver See, one. So at the moment, he's wide receiver one right now. You know what? Screw what I'm saying. Put your expectations through the roof. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it's this, all aboard the Amari Cooper this train. This could be extraordinary, and this can continue where they left off last year. Yeah. So, I well, mean, let's let's talk about Zeke because mm-hmm. that's what people are probably worried about. Yeah. Zeke Elliott. I have seen some ridiculously stupid trades sent to us on Patreon, Discord, Instagram. Yeah. I've heard of someone getting Zeke Elliott for Antonio Brown. Straight yes, up. I saw that. It was Antonio Brown. It was like some other people, bro. It's just crazy. It's it, the disrespect is insane. Why he was a trade for target this week, for mm-hmm. me specifically. I think he has a, a better game this week. Lower your expectations against the, against the Chargers. They're a decent run defense, okay? Mm-hmm. But he will have a better week. And I really think if that if Dak hit him in stride on the flat in the in the red zone last week, he probably would have. We wouldn't be talking about Zeke as if people him. were worrying about him, right? 
No. Uh, Zeke's going to be fine. You start Zeke. I guess, do you start Tony Pollard, though? Is is that someone you could start? Desperation flex? I don't... In a desperation flex, I think there's other people, other better people you can solve with Tony Pollard um, in their game, in this game script. That I agree. Specifically. So, I'm not starting any... A, Tony Pollard, or even tight ends. Honestly, Blake Jarwin... Adulton Schultz, these are guys that I'm not. Yeah, it's just who do you start? I I think Tony Pollard is one of those overreactions from week one. Mm-hmm. I think he's great, but I don't think he's going to have 10-plus point games every week. Yeah. I just don't see that happening. I agree. Michael Gallup's on IR, so that only helps the case of Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb. I think, I think it only helps. I think the, so. The expectation is that it should help. Charger side of the ball, I mean, you got Justin Herbert. You're starting him. This is a beautiful matchup for all of your Chargers. I mean, I have Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler in a lot of leagues. And when I saw it as the Dallas Cowboys, I got so excited because this is what you dream of as a matchup in fantasy, right? A team that's great offensively, the Cowboys, Mm -hmm. and terrible defensively, the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. This is a... Matchup made in heaven, if you will, for for all these Chargers. Yeah, the expectation each and every one of these guys should be going off. PPR monsters here. Justin Herbert should be throwing for at least three to four touchdowns. Keenan Allen catching two. Austin Eckler getting all this work in the backfield, you know, screen passes, whatever the case may be. You expect that to happen for each and every one of these guys. Start your stars. How about Mike Williams, Jared Cook? Those are question marks here. I think you could... You could stream. I mean, you could probably flex Mike Williams this week against this defense. You know what sucks about this Mike Williams argument? Mm-hmm. I think it's bullshit. I don't think he's going to be, you know, amazing this year. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Um, We've seen this before from Mike Williams. But what sucks is everyone who has Mike Williams is going to be so happy this week <laughs> because of the matchup i imagine and then right. they're going to be like no look it's it's he's he's the wide receiver too he's a big deal it, you know it's hard i think it, if it comes to like a star sick question you know it's going to be like oh mike william mike williams or this you know mike williams or michael pittman mike williams or uh, jalen waddle or yeah jalen waddle or devonta smith you expect you you start him yeah in the matchup you have to mm-hmm. that's why i think jared cook's even a decent streaming tight end what about someone who had Mike Kosecki last week? Do you start Mike Kosecki this week or Jared Cook against the Cowboys? Who's who's Kosecki playing again? I don't remember off the top of my head. But, I mean, I think you still have to start Kosecki with the expectation and his role in that offense. You hope that he ha- he's playing the Bills, a, a division rival. You hope that something special happens. Yeah, I I, that he's he he's definitely going to get more than ten more than zero points. I'm not saying that I would start Cook over Gasecki, but I am saying Cook is a guy I'm considering in in a lot of streaming categories yeah, this week, based off matchup for sure. All right, second matchup we got for you is the one and O oh, undefeated 49ers against the undefeated oh undefeated teams. Yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ, right. one of these teams will that's disgusting. Finally lose. <laughs> I hope it's 49 or the, I hope it's Eagles, sorry. The Philadelphia Eagles leading the NFC East over under is 45 and a half. Feels like you could bet the over. Mm-hmm. This this 49ers defense is not as good. We I said this before the year. We said this before the year mm-hmm. when we broke down this division. I don't think this defense is as good as everyone's saying it is. No. This the, is not a Super Bowl contending team in my eyes. It, it looked shaky. It looked all really bad. 
at times. Obviously, Jimmy G, first snap of the game, he fumbles it, t- overturned. I mean, obviously, it's week one. They're still understanding their offense. Well, just the fact that the Lions were able to come back like that and almost tie mm-hmm. the game at the very end when you were up almost, you know, 30 points. Yeah, this is probably the biggest headline for this team. And this obviously, we're going to talk about him. Before we talk about him, though, obviously, Debo, George Kittle, you start your guys. Yeah, you start Debo and George Kittle in this mm-hmm. in this game. You always start George Kittle. Obviously, Brandon Ayuk is still in question. We talked about him a little bit. Let's talk about that, though, because mm-hmm. we see this differently. I personally, there's no way I'm starting Brandon Ayuk. I'm not starting Brandon Ayuk okay. this week. I okay. agree. I'm going to wait until he's healthy. We're going to see, you know what, Brandon Ayuk is back. He's 100%. He's practicing at practice, blah, blah, blah. We start. Then you start Debo. I'm also not starting Trent Sherfield, if you're asking. Um, I think you could stream Jimmy G. I think you could stream Jimmy against against the Eagles. I know it looked bad last week, but I'm still not convinced that this Eagles defense is good. Can't convince me of that. Yeah, I mean, we have to see. We have to wait. But see. would you stream Jimmy G if you needed to? No. You wouldn't? Not if I needed. There's other people I'd rather stream. Okay. I, I, I think there are other people, but I think he's an okay option as well. Right. Okay. Uh, the big question, obviously, is Elijah Mitchell, Trey Sermon. Mm-hmm. So we have to have that conversation. Okay. <laughs> I, I am comfortable starting Elijah Mitchell this week. I think, you know, I think he has running back two upside. At worst, running back running three, back four. Running back two upside. You know, and I think this is where we find... I don't. I really don't see it in that perspective. Best case scenario, I think these are the two. You don't think he can finish as a top 24 running back this week? A top 20? I mean... That is an RB2. I don't know, man. You Sometimes you get in these in these arguments against me where you just... You're like, no. I, 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 it doesn't matter what it is. You, you just know like, why? No. It's just because, like, I'm really hard when it comes to explaining. So I try my best. Obviously, I have a podcast. <laughs> so I try to explain it. But once again, I, I go off a of feeling, which is not the best thing for you for, as a podcaster to tell you, hey, you know what? I just feel like Elijah Mitchell, you shouldn't start. I'm telling you that I don't believe Elijah Mitchell is going to be the starting running back leading into the se- leading for the rest of the season now that Raheem's out. I okay, think- I'm asking you about this week this week i'm not starting him because i'm not to, starting Elijah i need to Mitchell. see what he's going to do if, okay. I, if i got him off of waiver wires and i spent all my i'm happy to spend all my fab i'm happy to spend my fab and do it but like i need to wait and see what he's going to do for my team before i just you know what uh i think he can start i, I think, think he's going to start and i think he's going to get at least 50 percent workload no i can't do that i think he's a guy you could start this week we're going to see that differently mm-hmm. um i i feel comfortable starting him if you need a flex if you need an RB2, if you're desperate, uh, definitely someone that will be a, a start for me. Trey Sermon, uh, not a guy I'm looking to start. I do agree. Trey Sermon could be involved in this backfield. Wouldn't be crazy if he ended up starting, but... Um, well, that's I, the thing. You know, like, why... If if you if Trey Sermon is healthy... Yep. Then you're, you're risking the chance of starting Elijah Mitchell, knowing that he's probably going to have at least... 50-50, at least 60-40 potentially. Uh, super interesting because last week there were no injured running backs on this team except no. for Jeff Wilson. Maybe, and Trey maybe. Sermon was a healthy scratch. And maybe, yeah, healthy scratch. Maybe they thought that they, it was enough to have, you know, enough enough to not have him start. You know what? Hey, rookie, take your time. We have all these veteran running backs. Is Elijah Mitchell a veteran running back? What no. are we talking about? I know. But what like, are we talking we about? Raheem and Jamichael. Okay. Look, I think you can start Elijah Mitchell. 
I'm not starting Trey Sermon. We see almost everything differently. Why yeah. can't you ever agree with me? Uh, and Do you I, like taking the opposite okay, side of me on I'm purpose? I'm okay to, to play wrong. I think, you know what? There's people that don't agree with you, so... Yeah, I agree. And when I say that, when I say there's people that don't agree with you, I try to play both both sides. Mm-hmm. I can see how he can be a great star, but I can see how he can shit the bed and be like, fuck, I shouldn't have... I, shouldn't I have agree. There's a, there's a chance he can... That, there's a chance everyone could I shit I think the, the only bed. thing I agree on with you is like, I'm willing to waste my fab if he could be something. Yeah. hundred percent. There's there's a chance. Eagle side of the ball. Jalen Hurts off to a great start last week against the Atlanta Falcons. Don't draft him. Not in re- uh, not, re- not, not in Dynasty. Dynasty. Not in Dynasty. <laughs> I'm still not a fan of Jalen Hurts in Dynasty. One week hasn't convinced me. I've said this before. He's a good redraft option. Um, Miles Sanders had a great game. Do you mm-hmm. think that continues against the 49ers or maybe lower your expectations this week? Uh, I, I do. I do believe that he can continue to maintain that workload. I like Miles coming into this game. You saw what DeAndre Swift did and Jamal Williams did to the 49ers defense. I think it's a good start. Okay. I think lower your expectations this week for Miles Sanders personally, but I, I do think, think you start him. 49ers, I think as a whole, if... If I'm, I've read this. If I remember reading this correctly, they gave up the most points to running back in Week One. Yeah, in of course. Fantasy. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's week Swift one. and Williams. It's Week One. Yeah, and they both finished as a top five running back. So I think. I think so. The big difference there is what do the Lions have offensively to utilize? Well, T.J. Hawkinson. They had Tyrell Williams, but he got hurt with a concussion. <laughs> okay. So it would really their running backs is where their offense runs through, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I don't I don't think that's the same for the Eagles, but right. So I, again, you could you start Sanders, of course you do, but lower expectations a little bit, in my opinion. You can also start Devonta Smith, uh, Dallas Goddard. Okay, you can start these guys. W- what about Zach Ertz, Rager, Gainwell? Can you start any of those guys? Do you feel comfortable starting them? Probably not. No, I mean, I'm not starting. Ertz, it depends on what your options are, but probably not starting those guys. You know, someone, this may sound crazy, but at the moment, I feel like I can start Kenneth Gainwell and feel a lot more comfortable than Elijah Mitchell. Oh, my God. Why are we all forgetting that the 49ers are the best run offense in the NFL? Once again, I just think that. What is going on? I agree. He's they they have the best run offense in the NFL. So even if you think Elijah Mitchell has a fifty percent workload, you're going to start Kenneth Gainwell over him. Eli- Kenneth Gainwell has a forty percent. He's 40. on. A, he's not on the best run offense in the NFL. No. <laughs> Just agree with me on something. That's all I'm saying. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you're going to start Kenneth Gainwell over Elijah Mitchell. I, I would consider. I would consider. I'm not saying I would. I would consider. That's somebody okay. that I would toss up. Like, ooh, that's hard. I think 49ers win this game. I think, again, I think we are reminded why the Eagles are. Let's calm down. Okay. Let's calm down. Love that. You know? All right. We got the 1-0 Rams at the Colts, who are 0-1. 0-1. Over-under is 45.5. Feels like a over game. Um, I would but say under. I, yeah, the under is, is intriguing as well because... I don't know. I think the Colts offense looks better this week. No, it doesn't. Not against the Rams. Not against the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they're going to figure some things out, but maybe this isn't the right week. Yeah. Uh, for the Rams, I mean, I don't know who you're not starting. Every single person on this team 
is a fantasy start. relevant. Yeah. 100%. You have Roberto Woods, yeah, Roberto right? Woods, Cooper, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Darrell Henderson, Tyler Higby, Roberto. Roberto. Come on, baby. Look, I have a lot of share, Roberto. You start, Roberto. Um, but yeah, everyone else is a Hey, star. Robert, get in the freaking breakfasts. What the hell? And the, what? What is this? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Cooper Cup apparently is having breakfast with Matthew Stafford all the time. They oh, said really? it on Sunday Night Football. Ah, oh, I missed it. I must have missed it. They're like, oh, you know, Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford, best friends. They're having breakfast every single day oh, together. Yeah. Oh, no. They said they come out onto the field. They have breakfast and then they practice. Yeah. Breakfast and then practice. Breakfast and practice. <laughs> yes, yes, So yes, yes. I'm telling, hey, Bobby, why Bobby. can't you wake up an hour early and get to freaking breakfast with these guys? Um, you're starting Robert Woods. You're starting Cooper Cup, Stafford, Daryl Henderson. Are you getting warmer on Henderson yet? He looks good. Okay. He looks good. Um, can he maintain the workload? Yeah. This, this team looks question. like it's going to be a pass-heavy team as well, so that's mm-hmm. interesting. But he's going to have enough goal line opportunity. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I I believe so as well. Higby, I think you can start. You know, there are other people I would start over him, but Higby is a guy that we both love. Yes. I think you can start him. Colts side of the ball. Uh, Carson Wentz did not look spectacular last week. No. Uh, Maybe team, it's just time. Maybe it's the injury still. I think it's, I think it's the chemistry. both, man. I think it's chemistry. He he missed, what, nearly a month in practice and before the season started. He missed preseason. There was a lot of things that he missed. I think it's just chemistry. So, for me... I'm not excited about this. I'm not excited to have Michael Pittman. I'm not excited to have any wide receivers on this team. I think Pittman's still a stash, personally. Yes. I don't yes. think you uh, you get rid of him at all. Mm-hmm. Still a stash. Anything could happen. So you're starting Jonathan Taylor, obviously. I think you can start Hines. I'm just worried that it might be a trap. Are you starting Naeem Hines? I would start Naeem Hines over Elijah Mitchell. Okay. As an example, so people can understand where I'm going with this. But yes, I I, I would be comfortable starting Naeem Hines if it's I'm, Elijah Mitchell the uh, the poster I boy guess, for. I would start this person. I guess over I'm just trying to. I guess I'm just trying to bring as much information okay. to that person as possible because right. it's there's going to be a lot of people on the fence. There will be. You're, you know, you're right. You know, you know right. so as an example, I would I would start Naeem Hines over him. Uh, it does feel like a trap, but. It's the Rams. You expect them to to stop the run. But mm. we said that last week with Monty. And yeah. Monty was balling, my guy. Yeah. Sheesh. Look, here's the reality in fantasy. Sometimes you call it right. Sometimes you don't. I don't think you can start Pascal, Campbell, Pittman. I'm not, I'm not comfortable starting anyone outside of the running backs on this team. Do you see it the same way? Yeah, I see it the same way. Especially against this... This defense. Look, I'm not convinced that Pascal is the wide receiver one. Okay. I, I still think, by the way, no one ran more routes than Michael Pittman. Yeah. He, he's the okay. guy that's on the field the most. So don't give up. Don't give up yet. All right. We got the 1 0 Raiders. The Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. What a game. At the 1 0 Steelers. Mm. <laughs> the over under is 49. What the hell happened on Monday Night Football? Um, that was one of the craziest games I've ever watched. 
I'm sorry if you're a Ravens fan. That's all I got. It was a whirlwind of emotions. Yes, that is an accurate way to describe it. The only thing I could hear in my head the entire night. But more than anything, I want better execution. Are we clear on that? I want better execution. Every time I see John Gruden's face now, I just think of that. Every time I see John Gruden's face expressions is going to be the new, like, It's a meme. Yeah, everything is a meme. But who used to do face expressions? I don't know. A lot of people. Uh, My uncle. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> Shout out to your uncle. Don't even know his name, but yeah. I don't know who you're talking about in particular. I don't remember. Like, you know how like, Eli has face expressions? Right, Tom right. Brady has face expressions. Everyone's got their little little. Uh, just remember uh, things about them. Kinks, if you will. Oh, that's not the right word. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for these Las Vegas Raiders, I am worried about Josh Jacobs. Yes. Especially in this matchup against the Steelers, a very good defense Mm -hmm. the toe injury worries me he's not practiced this week so far it's a shorter week because they played on monday night football i think he plays but i am worried about starting him i would look for alternate options this is a guy i would start elijah mitchell over josh jacobs this week i would do that because i am worried about what it could potentially look like for josh jacobs against this defense but also the toe injury yeah i think it's a toe injury josh jacobs is for me, was a must-sit this week, coming into this week. Uh, sorry, our trade away. Yeah. He was our trade away, if you want. It was your trade away. Yeah, YouTube.com, Fantasyland Football. He was my trade away um, of the week. It's hard because of the injury. I don't want to come into the season, like I said in the video, coming in, having an injured player start so early into the season because that's yeah. just going to linger. He's not going to get healthy unless Think they Think about him. Antonio Gibson toe injury last year. I mean, these things can linger for sure. It takes a long time for toe injuries too. Mm-hmm. Are you going to sit? Let me ask you, Elijah Mitchell, Josh Jacobs. That's hard. I'm looking at Josh Jacobs and Elijah Mitchell stats right now. I could tell you the stat lines off the top of my head. What about the matchups? <laughs> I'm just thinking. They're close. I mean, at at the moment... I would have to say Elijah Mitchell because I'm I'm sitting Josh Jacobs, but I don't like it. Okay, I really don't like it. I'd rather I'm just start. glad you finally said Elijah Mitchell. Um, <laughs> Doesn't mean we agree on something. <laughs> yeah, you're like I just want to be very clear to anyone watching. We do not agree on anything. <laughs> you're like let's just make this very clear for anyone who's curious. Oh wow, did we find a, a moment here? You're like no, no, we did not agree on anything. Um, <laughs> Derek Carr, I feel like you could uh, sit him if you want. And I think you should. Yes. Brian Edwards, I just want to say, I think the hype is real. (laughs) I have an inkling that Brian Edwards will be relevant in fantasy this year. I think he will be a guy we're talking about throughout the year. Mm -hmm. I think he develops a role. I think he ends as a wide receiver three to four. And I think you might be able to start him some weeks. He finishes as a wide receiver three, three or four, you said? Yeah, like a wide receiver three or four. Out of all the wide receivers, you're saying he will finish as a wide receiver three or the and the wide receiver four. Bro, how do we not know the difference between a wide receiver three or the wide receiver three? Okay, I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> what is a wide receiver three? <clears throat> That's 25, right? Think about it. There's right, 12 right. teams. Uh, okay, I got it. I, just got, I was just trying to clarify because I was a little bit confused. Um, Brian <laughs> think- Edwards... I think I'm, he can finish as a wide receiver three to four this year. I think that's a possibility. I'm not saying it will happen, but I, 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 I believe in the hype at this point. Look, the only reason 
why I would say he does have he does have potential is because it is clear that they need to throw the ball to somebody else. Yeah. Derek Carr was force feeding Darren Waller. Derek Carr was force feeding Darren Waller. Yep. And I'm pretty sure Brian Edwards 19 or, Hen- targets. or Henry Ruggs was probably open at times. And Oh, I mean, Derek Carr was literally only looking at Darren Waller. Yeah. And I think it's going to be hard to change. Yeah. That's really hard because that's, this is a, a guy that can go and catch That's relationship every, goals, by the way. Relationship <laughs> goals. Only got eyes for one. Anyways. 19 just, targets. That's crazy. I don't think it's hard to see Brian Edwards kind of go up from here. Okay. Me. He, I, I think there's upside. I really think there's upside. I think they realize at the end of the game, damn, we should probably start utilizing this guy. Uh, you're starting Darren Waller. That's probably it from this team. Yes. You okay. Mm-hmm. Steelers side of the ball, do we expect to bounce back from Najee? Yes. Probably. Mm-hmm. We've said that before on the podcast and on YouTube this week. Look at what Tyson Williams did. Look at what the Raiders did last week. I will say... If Najee has another 15 attempts for 40 yards against these Raiders, it is time for panic mode, in my opinion. If he comes out and lays a stinker again, it could be time for panic mode, in no my opinion. No way he lays a stinker. He okay. Would... So, you're saying that you're confident. If it happens, will you agree? Um, what's a stinker? Under 10 points? Under 8 points. Oh, I'm confident he will get over 8 points. Okay. I'm confident he will find the end zone this game. You're starting him, obviously. I'm starting him. Yes. Here's my trade forward this week, by the way. Go watch trade forward, youtube.com slash fantasy football. <laughs> Just keep plugging it. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Juju, Chase Claypool. This is the conversation we have been having all offseason. Mm-hmm. You never know who's the guy and who's the dud. It's similar to other wide receiver cores a la Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But in this matchup, you probably have to start all these guys. Uh I don't, I don't like obviously if you have better <laughs> options, yes, but you're not going to start these guys I'm, against the Raiders. I'm starting Deontay. You're not starting Chase or Juju. I'm not comfortable starting Chase or Juju. Friendly reminder, guys: Juju led the Steelers in receiving yards last week. So as much as there's hype about Deontay, he only had 36 yards. Yeah, he got he called the touchdown though. He did catch a touchdown, which saved his ass. I think that his his stat line would have been worse than Juju's without the touchdown. And as much as there's this talk about targets, he got five receptions, excuse me, not De- targets. Deontay. He got five receptions. Juju got four. So as much as there's this talk about, oh, he's got the receptions, he's got the receptions. Well, didn't show it on Sunday. Look, I'm just pulling up Deontay. By the way, I agree you start Deontay Johnson. I'm just saying I think Juju and Chase Claypool are good starts this week. They're guys I would I would be starting. You'd be starting this week. Yeah, I think that's I think that's good to to say. You think it's good to say, or you believe in it? Um, I'm believing to start Deontay. If you're in a desperate situation in a flex, I think Chase or Juju is a good start. And we're not going to say we agreed on that because we were so close. But it's not even that. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, not telling you to say. I don't know. I I can't I can't tell you. I'm not confident telling you. You know what? Start Juju this week. Okay. I think it makes sense to start it because of the matchup. That's all I got to say. Okay. I would start Juju or Chase Claypool if you need a flex and you're, you don't have a good option. I think there are guys that you could, you could start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Ben, by the way, little, you know, segue to YouTube. He will be a start of the week this week for me. 
I think Big Ben's a guy that you can start with confidence mm-hmm. against the Raiders. Talk it up. Talk it up. Change the atmosphere. Uh, all right. The 0-1 Vikings at the 1-0 Cardinals. This is going to be a good game. Over-under is 49.5. The over feels real comfy here yes, in this matchup. I agree. The Vikings uh, were in a very close game. I know you rewatched that game last week against the Bengals. Did anything in particular stand out to you after rewatching that uh, week one performance? I think Kurt, Kurt can still play. Well, he can. Know, I think he always played. But this offense is clear that they want to run the ball a little bit more. Yes, Dalvin's still there. Or throw the ball, sorry. Yes, Dalvin's still there. But I think JJ. It's. I don't think JJ can just get into a rhythm do off you the th- jump. Do you think they they wanted to throw the ball or they had to throw the ball? I think they wanted to throw the ball. You think so? Okay. Yeah, and I don't. What's hard about JJ, which I'm realizing now, potentially maybe once again it's still early. I don't think he's a guy that can just come in week one like a D-hop and give you 20 points. This is a guy that has to get into his rhythm within the season because he did that last year. It feels like he's doing it this year. He didn't have the best game this game. Yeah. But this is if he if he does if he finishes around the same has the same amount of points that he finished last last week, then I think that's where this is going where JJ could be a guy that you're trading for mid. So yeah. he could be a trade for target if he has the exact same or close to the exact same stat line as week one because he is going, he's gearing up himself. He's getting acclimated to the game now. I still like JJ. You know what's weird is me in particular, and then you as well Mm -hmm. throughout the offseason, have been very low on JJ. I don't know if you remember we made that video on YouTube about how I I basically said why I was avoiding him. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think we both see, started to see eye to eye towards draft season. Would you agree? Yeah, uh, I definitely agree. I'm not, and this isn't any time to take a victory lap. By the way, <laughs> victory laps after week one are just pointless. It's honestly pointless. So if anyone, if you hear anyone taking victory laps after week one, that the joke is actually on them. <laughs> um, and that's not what I'm trying to do. What I am trying to say is that. This is a game script that should have been very good for the Vikings, uh, for their wide receivers Mm -hmm. in particular. Mm -hmm. But J.J. only got five catches. So even in an amazing script, he he wasn't a superstar. I think he's going to be great. I think he has top five potential or top ten potential. Is what I've been saying. (laughs) I saw your eyebrows raise. Um, Adam Thielen still finds the end zone. Yeah, he's finding the end zone. It's clear he's a touchdown guy. Two touchdowns, nine for 92 and two touchdowns. Finished as a wide receiver four this week. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's pretty good. This has been two years in a row. Everyone's underestimated Adam Thielen. Yeah, he was going. I got Thielen in like this. Well, this is Dynasty. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. But, but even in redraft, he was going what? fifth, yeah, sixth. Fifth, sixth, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think everyone was underestimating that connection between him and Kirk. You're starting... Thielen, JJ, Cook, Cousins. Mm-hmm. I think you can start Cousins if you're in a two-quarterback league or you're streaming. I think that's a real possibility. Yeah. Cardinals side of the ball, Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Just going to leave a pause there in case you have any thoughts. <laughs> Why, what, let's get down to it. Why is there a uh, frustration with Kyler Murray talk? There's no frustration. There is a... This might help. 
There Are you is... ready? Are you ready to say you were wrong yet? I'm not. No, because uh, it's only week one, so don't get hyped. Okay. I think that it, it really just doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it not matter? Because it, it's only week one. Yeah, he finished as a, as a quarterback one, absolutely. But let's see what happens. Okay. That's all. The, I don't. I think we can say this right now. I don't believe Kyler Murray will finish as a top three quarterback at in when, this fantasy year. When will you? What week? Can I put on my calendar where you will be like, okay, I think I was wrong. I will let you know. Well, you know, is week five enough? No. Okay. Because uh, you can, he could be QB one until week five and then just have, I just want to know that there is a point because I, I want to do this better as someone who covers fantasy where I'll say I was wrong. Do you know what I mean? I want to be like, I was wrong. You were right. Or everyone else was right. You know what I mean? I don't think I can do that in the middle of a season. I don't think with anything. I would. I need to have it until the end. Until they're into the playoffs. So it's going to take an entire year. It has to be an entire year because <laughs> I want to see the whole thing. I don't want to be like, oh, he was quarterback one. You know, weeks one through three, weeks one through four. Like, okay. yeah, well, blah blah blah. Like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Regardless of Badaki's frustration, you start Kyler Murray. Yes, I have Kyler. I'm starting. I like Kyler. You do not like. Do not get me. I like Kyler as a player. <sighs> I. I don't I even. I can't even begin runs. to understand. The I want frustration. everyone to go watch Kyler Murray's highlights and tell me he doesn't look like a freaking cockroach that you want to just slap because he's just running away from defenders. There is hate that you actually need to see someone. <laughs> I don't know that I could help you with this hate, so I think you actually do need to see someone. Okay. <laughs> you start D Hop. Chase mm-hmm. Edmonds looked good. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, he looked good. You, you told me. I said, when did I was, you when did you advocate said, for Chase I said, Edmonds? I said I was like uh, this was really towards the end of the season, probably like the two, end of the off out. season. Yeah, two weeks out. I think during preseason when I fully saw him, I was like, "Bro, Chase Edmonds looks good." Yeah, and I think he was. They're going to utilize him because they don't want Kyler to be scrambling like he did in the first game. Yeah, they want to have a run game. So I think he. I like Chase he looked Edmonds. Good. Yeah, Ron the Don Dale Moore. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, we should talk about Christian Kirk first. You can probably start him in this matchup. <laughs> As a flex. I'm not excited. Let me ask you this. This is a great conversation. Juju, Chase Claypool, or Christian Kirk? I'm starting both Steelers over Christian Kirk. Okay, cool. That's good to know because I'm in the same spot as you there. But I think Kirk is an okay start if you need as a flex. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Christian Kirk or Elijah Mitchell? In my flex? In your flex. Mitchell, it's not even a question for me. uh, That's hard for me. That's that's genuinely a hard question. That's why I ask. I I wouldn't know what what to do. Uh, I love what I saw from Ronda Don mm-hmm. in week one. I love that I've made that up. Ronda Don? Yeah. I just, it feels so good to say that. Good guy. Good guy. And this is probably one of the guys I've been highest on through the draft process mm-hmm. was Rondell Moore. Mm-hmm. And uh, we both love the the Moore brothers. You loved Elijah a little bit more. I love Rondell a little bit more. We both can respect both of the players mm-hmm. to know they're great. Yeah. Rondell looked good. Yeah, I like Rondell. I mean, they're utilizing him. There's things that he can do on the field that no one else on that field can do. I think he need. They just need to get rid. Once AJ Green's gone, once Christian Kirk's gone, if he does leave, it's going to be D Hop and Rondell Moore, and then Rondell Moore is going to have all that work. Yeah. All right. The O and one Titans at the one and O Seahawks. It's a forty nine over under. I would bet the over, but I'm not telling you what to do with your money. Hmm. By the way, this is brought to you by. VegasInsiders.com. Yes. <laughs> Not that we're associated with them, but it's what no. we've been using. 
You know, you know when people say, "Yeah, you know, Vegas says this." That's where we got it from. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Imagine there's actually just a guy named Vegas. And that's what everyone's been and talking every about every single week. They he just lives him. in Florida. He's retired. Uh, yeah, Vegas has been saying this. He lives in Florida on the other side. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think you can start Tannehill. Bad week. Look, let's talk about the Titans in general because mm-hmm. we talked about this on the podcast when I told people to trade for Julio. Mm-hmm. I. I think you rewatched it and you agreed with me. I think you rewatched the game and you agreed with some of the things I said, which was basically along the lines of this team was out of funk completely. The whole time. And the offensive line couldn't do anything. The whole time. And I think that changes. Okay. Do you agree? I think, I think, and basically one of the, the reasons I told people to trade for Julio was because there was accountability from this team. And accountability is everything to make mm-hmm. changes, right? Uh, left tackle Lewin Taylor Lewin, I believe it is, came on and said, "I was I was terrible today. I was shit." He said that on Twitter, and he said he got exposed. And I th- I love the accountability from this team. I feel like they know what they need to do differently. I think they're going to show up and be better in this game. I don't know that they. I I, I think this is a true toss up as far as the matchup who wins Titans Seahawks, but I think they're going to be a much much better team. Do you agree? I I think they will be a better team. I think these guys will do their thing. You know, it's... And I think part of it was underestimating the Cardinals' defense. Yeah. Uh, no one came in... Well, I think we knew this team was talented. This defense was talented. We just didn't know they can do a performance like that. Yep. In the Julio's perspective, in this offense perspective, I think this team will be better. I think they will have a little bit more rhythm. I think Derrick Henry finds the end zone. I think Julio Jones will have more than six targets. Uh, of course. I, I think hard. I think Julio has a hundred yard performance here. Wow! If I have a bold perf- a bold prediction for the week, I think Julio has over a hundred yards. I think I think versus watching, the Seahawks. watching rewatching the game as well. AJ Brown just had more opportunity to feel to be free, which I personally like in my receiver. A guy that can line up on the outside, a guy that can line up in the slot, a guy that could be moved around. Because AJ Brown next to Julio, he looks puny. He looks like a small slot receiver. Yeah, which I didn't. It Julio's felt weird. big boy. Yeah, so I just like AJ Brown. You know, moving a lot more, moving on the field a lot more. He was he was four. He had four for forty nine, but he had eight targets and a touchdown. Yeah. So I mean, he had more targets. Obviously, Julio I think was four for six. And probably 40, 50 yards. So, yeah. once again, I personally believe if you watch it, Julio was getting... I just, again, I think the issue is Ryan Tannehill couldn't do anything. And he didn't look comfortable. I think that changes. The Seahawks aren't an amazing defensive line. I think the Seahawks will likely double-team Julio over. Which is fine because Julio's been double-teamed his whole career. But we didn't we didn't see that on Sunday. We yeah. didn't see this double-team of Julio. I don't think teams are approaching it that I think, way. The reason why was because maybe I would have to look and look at it again. I, I I don't think teams are approaching it that way, and I don't think Seahawks. I honestly don't think that they have what it takes to like. They don't have the defensive players on their team to actually do I something don't think like that. You have the facilities for that big man. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have that. Yeah. Uh, look, we, this is a, a going to be an interesting game. This is a game I'm going to be watching. Hell yeah! It's going to be. It has to be something that we look out for because it was the whole offseason, AJ or Julio. I think. It was AJ. I don't think anyone. So like, I don't think the conversation was ever who's better. 
Oh, no. It was just more like who's going to be more fantasy relevant? Who's going to have yeah. more targets? Who's going to be the guy? Or who's that, a better price? Yeah, who's the guy that you you should be drafting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're starting Tannehill. You're starting Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio. That's it. I think you're starting all of them. Mm-hmm. Seahawks side of the ball. They looked great. Russell Wilson. Classic. It's classic coming out cooking a little bit. <laughs> yep. Uh, take the victory lap now if you drafted him. DK Metcalf, I think he's going to have a better game. He did not look amazing. He didn't have a target in the first half, I don't yeah. think, which was crazy. So that's definitely not happening. That DK, Lockett, Carson, all great starts. I think you can start them with, with actual confidence. Do you agree? I agree. All right, Sunday night football. Come on. We will be live for this one. Talk it up. Talk it up. Nah, if you don't know, we have a live show on YouTube and Twitch. Mm-hmm. YouTube.com slash Fantasyland Football. Twitch is? Twitch. TV slash Fantasyland Football. Look, every single Sunday and Thursday night, 7.30, 7.40 Eastern Standard Time, we'll be going live, just having bands, talking about the game, talking about fantasy football, getting hyped for that game specifically. With Reacting to it. Mm-hmm. And we have the boys, whether it's Luke, Orlando Bloom, Stobby 12, <laughs> whoever. If you guys watch it, come support the show. It's all love. Yeah, all love. But let's talk about this game. Chiefs at Ravens. The over-under is 53.5. On the Chiefs, this is easy. You start everyone. Mm-hmm. The Ravens. Wow. I think you start Lamar, obviously, right? Like, obviously. You start Mark Andrews. It didn't look good, but you have to start him. The questions are Tyson Williams and Latavius Murray. I think you... This is this one's easy for me. I think you start Tyson Williams. Okay, Murray, Murray, no. Okay, Murray because Latavius actually had more carries. Right, Tyson Williams, I believe, is going to be more of a focal point. A focal point, exactly. He's going to be the guy that they feel more comfortable. Latavius Murray was probably still getting used to this offense, so maybe he does change down the road. But Tyson Williams is, is the guy that I would start. I think I'll feel more comfortable starting him because of more starting him over Elijah Mitchell. Okay. This is I think be a high that, that's game. a that's a good that's a good line, mm-hmm. but I think I would still go Mitchell. Yeah, but I think that is a good line. I think this is a good game. It's prime time. They're at the bank. You need to have hope that this team is going to fight as much as they possibly can. Do you start Hollywood or Sammy Watkins? Hollywood. Do you, I'm saying do you start either of them? No, but if I had a big <laughs> Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood looked good, bro. Hollywood, I told you. Yeah, I told you. I mean, I'm I'm not here, you know. Whatever the words you say, well, I'm well, taking a victory lap. I'm not taking a victory lap, but I'm saying that Hollywood was the guy. I was like, bro, we need to watch out for Hollywood because Rashad Bateman was was supposed yeah. to be in, and this is what Hollywood's. This is what I believe Hollywood's production could be if Rashad Bateman's in the game. Yeah. So what we saw week one with Rashad Bateman, and he did that without Rashad Bateman, but there was also a fun fact that they said Rash- Hollywood Brown, if he performs week one in his game and takes off, he's usually will uh, he's usually in a fantasy perspective, keeps that up throughout the season. So there's no way that's true because what happened last year? He didn't take Remember off. Remember last year? I mean last you were high on him last off. year and then it didn't work last out. Last year he didn't take off week one though. It was okay. it, he didn't take off it has to be the first game of the season. <laughs> I just don't feel like there's a long enough I don't know but that like, was uh, yeah long enough first yeah. off that stat was that fun fact was very long. And I'm still trying to figure out. Um, But there's just no way his career has been long enough for that to be. But that's what I read. Maybe maybe it's not credible, but that's an interesting fact. You know what that is right there? That's an example of people needing to write something. (laughs) 
I've read it. <laughs> and you read it. So that's actually on you for, for reading it. We're going to give our predictions for this game on the live stream. We have a live stream tonight as well. Talk it up. Yeah, talk it up. Thursday Night Football. My New York football giants against the Washington nameless football team. Oh. We're going to have scared. a name soon. We're I'll be honest, I'm scared. You're scared? I'm, I'm scared because I really want to win, and I don't want to lose my team to lose, and I'd be disappointed on the live stream. <laughs> I'm not. I, I, I'm not actually worried. Like, not that I'm not. I'm not saying like we're gonna dominate, but I actually just want to have fun. Yeah, I want to have fun too. But I also want my team to win. Yeah, I want my team to win as well. But yeah. I'm not. I'm actually not gonna be destroyed if we lose. But watch, watch the stream. It probably could be different. <laughs> you know, who knows? Uh, all right, we do this every week. Let's give you some hail marys. Back in '82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountain? All right. We can't cover all the matchups because mm-hmm. there are so many. But what we're going to do is all the matchups that we did not cover, we're going to give you a Hail Mary matchup. Maybe you need a flex. We're going to tell you players that we could potentially flex uh, for all the matchups that are remaining. It'll be quick fire. I'll go first. The 1-0 Patriots at the 0-1 Jets. My player is Nelson Aguilar. Looked really good last week. Money talks. Mac Jones effect here is is what's happening. I mean, this this wide receiver core looks much more playable mm-hmm. in the flex position. Nelson Aguilar has sneaky upside this week against the New York Jets. I actually feel comfortable starting him in a flex position. Yeah, I love it. 1-0 Broncos at the 0-1 Jags. And for my guy is Teddy H2. I love that. I love that. I love Teddy Bridgewater. You saw what he did to my New York football Giants. I mean, he looks nasty. Why not start him if you need? Yeah, in the matchup, Tyrod Taylor. You saw what he did to the Jacks. <laughs> so Tyrod Taylor. This is Teddy Bridgewater, a better quarterback. Start him if you need somebody. All right, the one and O Bengals at the zero and one Bears. My one player is Darnell Money Mooney. Mm-hmm. Looked really good on Sunday Night Football, in my opinion. Uh, Allen Robinson looked weird, and uh, yeah. I don't know if they're doing that on purpose. But regardless, I think Darnell Mooney is actually carving out a good role for himself. I'm comfortable to flex him uh, against these Bengals. 0-1 Bills at the undefeated Dolphins. Will Fuller is a guy coming back off a suspension. Jalen Waddle had a good role. I expect that to be Will Fuller's role, what Jalen Waddle did. Will Fuller if you need a desperation. The 1-0 Texans. The undefeated Houston Texans. At the Browns. Uh Uh-oh, that's going to be interesting. We have Anthony Schwartz as my one player. OBJ is still out, and Mm -hmm. Schwartz looked good. He's got speed that no one else on that team has, so he could carve out a role for himself. I'm not comfortable starting him on my flex, but he is a true Hail Mary in the sense of the world. You just just throw it up, see what happens. Mm -hmm. If you need somebody, or if you need a defense for the Take the Browns, by the way. Yeah. Um, I love the Browns. I'm doing that. 1-0 Saints at the 1-0 Panthers. I was actually going to say Terrence Marshall, but you know what? I'm switching it up to Tony Jones, okay, because he had a good role last week. He should be on the way wise. If you need a desperation, Tony Jones or Elijah Mitchell? I would go Elijah Mitchell pretty easily. I would probably say Tony Jones. So. <laughs> yeah. Tony Jones, boys. You go Tony Jones? Mm-hmm. Okay. For the last matchup, we have the... 0-1 Falcons at the 1-0 Bucks. It was hard to find a true Hail Mary, 
But someone I'm actually interested in fantasy in general is Cordell Patterson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He actually uh, led this team in rushing yards last week. 54 to Mike Davis is 49. Mike Davis looks like a clone of Todd Gurley last year. Mike Davis is uh, goodbye. <laughs> he's he's obviously going to get a lot of touches. He got more touches, but Cordell Patterson is involved in the passing game. He also was the most efficient runner last week. Mm-hmm. If you need a real flex, like a desperation in, in the true sense of the word, Cordell Patterson. Watch out for Wayne Goldman as well. He could be... Wayne the train? He didn't get much work last week, unfortunately. Well, he he was, didn't, didn't he get was, any work. But. He was out. Yeah. Healthy scratch. What He was? Yeah, okay. he was a healthy scratch, but I mean... Who knows? Cordero Patterson could take the role. Yeah, I, I do think Cordero Patterson could do something. I I mean, he's always like this. This hybrid guy. Yeah, you know, he's just a punt returner, wide receiver, running back. Yep. I just want a team to give him a real shot. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all the matchups we have for today. Hey, did we miss a player that you want to ask a question about? If you have a start-sit question specifically that you want us to answer, every Saturday we go live on YouTube. We have a brand new time, Okay. It's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this week. We're going to try that going forward for now on. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Saturday night. We will be live on YouTube and Twitch. YouTube.com slash FantasylandFootball. Twitch.tv slash FantasylandFootball. Come join us there if you have a specific question that you would like to be answered. The Super Chat is on for YouTube. Mm -hmm. That was crazy last week. We had a bunch of people give Super Chats and we answered questions. It was hella fun. Mm -hmm. We'd love to have you join us. Anything you want to say to close the show? Patreon.com just Fantasyland fan. Best way to support the show. Shout out to the people that signed up even throughout as the season already started. Close Friends Plus. You can get the Fantasyland hotline with myself and Zach year round for the whole fantasy football What is the fantasy hotline? Where you can get Direct line. Direct line to Zach and I, Zach and I for any any time for fantasy questions, fantasy advice, star sit questions, anything, matchup questions, you got us. We'll help you. Patreon.com says Fantasyland Fam. Close friends plus. That unlocks the fantasy hotline. It's a great way to support the show, but mm-hmm. also get support for your fantasy team. Mm-hmm. That sounds cool. We should make that a tagline. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Gabriel. Jack Hamill and Justin Curry, who all signed up this week for Close Friends. Plus, mm-hmm. we cannot do what we want to do without your guys' help. It means a lot to us. Huge love. Huge love. We will see you the next podcast. We'll be on a live stream. We've got a bunch of live streams this weekend, guys. Tune into our YouTube and YouTube page. We have Straight Cash and Just Trash. We're going to talk about everything happened in week two. See you there. See you there. Hey, yeah, you, the one listening to this podcast, you made a good decision today. Keep making those good decisions. You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching because you, you deserve it.